Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ventures Podcast. This is a special episode. You know, after the first year of this podcast, I got some feedback that uh, asked me basically to tell a little bit more about my personal story and my personal perspectives on a lot of these things, because literally the first 52 episodes were all with with guests. So in the second year, I've I've put in a few episodes that have just been sort of my own commentary, a little bit more about me. So today's episode, I, I just want to talk about why Web3 matters for the future of entrepreneurship. And so in my own story, it's, you know, in, in Web3, they've been talking about um, Web1 is, is read, Web2 is read and write, and Web3 is read, write, and own. And so it's sort of funny to th think about my own story. It's sort of in the 80s, I learned to read. In the 90s, I learned to read and express myself in sort of the public mark, public domains, internet, et cetera, et cetera. And then in the 2000s is when I started companies, is when I realized that if I built something that was my own, I was creating value. And that, that, that was a significant part of my own journey. And I mean, just literally, I started building websites that would take people from point A to point B to help provide information so that they can make buying decisions on a, a variety of different markets. So that was sort of the way that I and many others in sort of the Web 2.0 era built companies that leveraged data and user input to, to, uh, to, to make money, essentially, to, to build assets. So all the, all the markets today, if you think about real estate, equities, commodities, et cetera, et cetera, they're all pretty saturated. The analogy I've heard recently, it's almost like the youth today are being forced to play a game of Monopoly where all the properties are already built up and there's hotels and houses on all of them. It's not surprising that, that younger generations want to play a different game. And so if you're curious about Web3, Web3 is a different game. Web3 enables new markets to be created. The big tenet, the big central theme, why that little succinct read, write, own does make sense is because ownership of your own identity, of your own data, of governance over the thing that you're participating in, right? Imagine that you were one of the first Uber drivers. If you actually got to own a piece of the company and have say in the direction of where that company was heading, uh, you can imagine how that incentive structure would be would be significant. And so combine, if, if you were to think about just what is Web3, right? We've talked about in this podcast before, Web3 is, is a combination of decentralization. That's both the people and the technology, the, the servers. It's the metaverse, which <laughs> a lot of different definitions for what is the metaverse or a metaverse, um, so I won't, I won't go into that here, but I'll, I'll definitely link to more things in the show notes about what the metaverse is. It's also the semantic web. Like I started a coffee shop in Seattle in the late, late 2000s. I remember having meetups uh, with, the web, with the semantic web community. And they, they kind of were, were first also to use that term, Web3. And it was all about structuring data so that when, our, when, the, when the machines can ingest that data, they can do something useful for us. And, and the, the structuring of data to, to allow machines to, to create value for us, I think it is also an important part of, of Web3. And then ultimately, what most people think of Black, uh, Web3 is the blockchain technology that underlies 
that enables the, the future of the internet to happen. And that's the key thing. You ask 100 people what is Web3, you're going to get 100 different answers, but they're all going to point to what is a better internet. They're all trying to point to a group of people, a group of individuals laying infrastructure, building blockchains with all the smart contracts and different aspects of, of Web3 that essentially enable a better internet because we're all pretty tired of siloed companies profiting from our data, our data getting hacked, privacy security concerns, the, uh, the inequality and, and inequities with regard to ownership and wealth creation, et cetera, et cetera. So that leads into, well, why is Web3 important for entrepreneurship? If you just look at what's happening right now, even in this relatively trivial NFT space, specifically NFT clubs, where you can just create 300 JPEG images, sell them, incentivize people to make them a status symbol, have derivatives of these NFTs that then can be also sold and allowed for these communities to make. Yeah, a skeptic might say it's one big Ponzi scheme, but... Another perspective is that this is actually enabling those people who are being creative about their apes and their crypto punks, right? Uh, name your animal and there's an NFT club coming out or, or, or has already come out about it. It's enabling these people to be creative and profit from their creativity. It's enabling a new market. It's enabling them to play a new game. And that's significant. Because if you, like, if you think about what our, the world our kids are going to be coming into, if they can be creative and profit from their, their creativity, then that's actually a new form of entrepreneurship. It's not going to look like building a traditional business. It's going to be participating in a decentralized autonomous organization, a DAO. It's going to be contributing whatever their passion and skill set is to that organization. And that organization realizing, oh, it makes sense to pay the people that are participating in this. And even better than that, your children, and it's happening right now, don't necessarily need to even trust a small set of people that are running that organization. They can actually trust the math encoded in these smart contracts on these blockchains. They can trust the math that, that allows the consensus mechanisms to, to say for certainty, with a lot of mathematical certainty, that the, the state of a blockchain, right? All the different transactions that are updating the state of a blockchain is reliable, is trustworthy. So a lot of the trust is moving away from a small centralized group of humans to computers, to uh, algorithms and structures that are enabling the coordination of humans. And that starts getting very interesting really fast. So if you just look at what else is happening in, in the NFT market, let's say for artists, if you create art and you sell that as an NFT, you can set up code, reliable code on a blockchain that says whenever this NFT is sold, you know, purchase, sold, 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 secondary markets, et cetera, et cetera, then the original creator can get 5% or whatever, some, some coded percent. That's enormous. So the future musicians and artists and all kinds of different flavors of creators, coders, who can create things can actually monetize more directly and don't have to trust a centralized group of people. So you see where this is going. There's an infinite number of markets 
not only just metaverses, but ways that markets right under our noses in our current IRL in, in real life here in, in, in on, on Earth in this in whatever you consider this Earth uh, to be in your world. But the reality is there is going to be this interesting blend. The metaverses are going to overlay digital layers or just fully immersive worlds that are going to also create markets. People are going to buy land in these worlds. This is happening right now. And they are building buildings and experiences and commerce and entertainment inside these virtual worlds. They're using NFTs, smart contracts, blockchains, decentralized technology, DAOs, uh, structuring of data, right? All these definitions of Web3, they're doing that to pull it off. This is why it's significant. This is why I'm really, really honored to play a part in the Web3 community. And I just am so excited about what this is going to be able to provide value for humanity to help humans flourish. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you're listening, you can, you can also watch by visiting wclittle.com. There I'll have more extensive show notes to the things I just, I just mentioned. And there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of rabbit holes to go down in Web3. And if you're watching, you can also listen anywhere that you get your podcasts. You can just search for ventures. Thank you.